Can we please have quiet on the set? We are here yet again for another One Real In podcast. With me, as always, is the uh, ultimate host, with the most, Marco Dupa. Thank you. I love you. I'm Adam Obesius Rodriguez, of course. And uh, the movie that we are here to review and contemplate and discuss. Uh, <laughs> is it going to take that much brain power? No, <laughs> but I feel like I have some left over after watching this movie. It's F9. 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 It is officially F9. It's not the Fast and the Furious 9. Yeah. Or Fast 9 or Furious 9. It's just F9. I mean, that's just that's kind of just the cherry on top of it's all this, right? It's a key function on a computer. Yes, yeah. it is. It's F9. F9. Um, yeah. So, obviously, we are big fans of the Fast and the Furious series. Uh, we've talked about it uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Probably more than people want to he- hear about. Yeah. Um, so I think quickly we should say uh, how we were feeling going into the movie. Yeah. Before we talk about the movie itself. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we're 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 big fans. I mean, to the point that uh I would even go so far as to call us uh Fast and the Furious apologists. I don't think it needs apologizing. <laughs> personally. I think that there are people who think that they are smarter than these films or that these films don't deserve merit. Uh-huh. And uh, whenever you get into a discussion, I know when I talk to people about these movies and they haven't seen them, the first thing they give me the look like really yeah, yeah. those movies mm-hmm. because they're I think they represent to a lot of people what Marvel movies represent, which is just rampant capitalism. Uh Uh-huh. And it drives them crazy. Sure. Because they want, like, you know, Steven Soderbergh movies being made. And, like, I mean, I'm not arguing with that. I would see a Soderbergh Fast (laughs) and Furious movie, actually. That sounds pretty (laughs) good. incredible. Yeah. (laughs) I'm down for that reboot. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, they... they, they're just upset that these big blockbusters keep getting made. So I would say that we are apologists for movies that I agree don't need an apology. And I won't apologize for it. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went in pretty excited. Also kind of worried <laughs> yeah. because I felt like uh, because this movie, I, we should preface by saying this movie was delayed a lot mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. Um. So in that time, <laughs> we saw probably three too many trailers. Yes. Uh, and I feel like a lot was spoiled. Um, too much. I mean, even like we'll get into it, obviously, but not even story wise, because who who really cares? But like set piece wise, I feel like a lot was ruined. Yes. You know? Yes. 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 Um, Agreed. Agreed. So that was kind of a bummer. And I went into it worried about that and for good reason as as i saw mm. um but yeah i mean anytime especially because this is the first time both of us have been out to a movie theater in a very long time yeah um i was excited to get back to the movies and this being the movie to do it seemed only appropriate it being a big blockbuster fast and furious movie the last movie i saw was with you and it was The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I left my house and went to the movie theater to see an actual movie. 
It was so. a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was pre-COVID. Yeah. By so, a good amount. By a good amount. Yeah. Well, not that amount. Not that good. No? No, because it was late uh, 20... If you think about it, it was late 2019. Yeah. So, like, december It was, december, that, it was maybe it have even been January. We saw it kind of late, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So No, no, no. We didn't see it late. No? no we saw it in December. Okay. I remember we saw it really early. I don't I remember because I didn't want it to be spoiled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh and then I mean the pandemic started like early 2020. Yeah. Like February, March. So it was, it was a couple months yeah. away. So there was a little bit of time where I could have seen a movie, but I mean obviously we're not going to go back and find out like what movies were playing at that <laughs> point. But I obviously Parasite. Was, you could have seen Parasite. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. You guys saw That's Parasite. What I, saw. Yeah. I could have seen Parasite. Yeah. I still haven't seen Parasite. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. No F9, but it's pretty good. By the way, I want to talk about, obviously not today, but we will at some point, uh, the movies that we haven't seen, that we need to see. Okay. That people assume we've seen. Okay. Sure. Like big movies that you maybe have lied about seeing uh-huh. or like want to admit that you haven't seen no, yet. No, of course. Yeah. The movie that like somebody will be talking to you uh, at the water cooler and you're like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I rem- yeah, I remember that. I've lied about a couple movies. I've done that every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I guess we should jump directly into uh, the plot. Let's do it. The plot. The plot. The plot. The plot. The plot. The plot. We'll keep this brief because it's convoluted and doesn't matter a whole lot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So essentially, Dom and Letty are with their son, hanging out. Right, and the son is the Brazilian chick's son. Son. Yeah. Not Letty. She did not have that kid. Stepson. Stepson. Right. And she makes note of that by saying, "Like your father." Your mother. Yeah. She's like, that ain't my kid. Right. So some shit goes down. I can just dip. <laughs> puts <laughs> out the door. I got no responsibilities uh-huh, to this kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, which actually, that's funny you bring that up because in her being, I mean, obviously, they wrote it that way on purpose, but it kind of seemed that way where it's like, in all of the last movies, she's talking about wanting to start her own family and stuff. Yeah. And they still haven't. Yeah. So it's almost like she's kind of still bitter about that. Yeah. No, dude. The, I mean, and I'm sure we will kind of dissect it a little bit more, but like the idea of, and, and the memes have gone just buck wild at this oh, point sure, about yeah. the whole family thing. And yet, like his core family unit is so dysfunctional. Yeah. As to, I guess, inform why he cares so much about his uh, external family mm-hmm. or uh, chosen quote unquote family. Right, right. Because his actual family is so fucked up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, his child is with some other woman who's dead. <laughs> his yeah. brother in law is, well, he's not dead in the universe. Dead. Dead to their the story. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They've his, moved on, kind of, because Mia comes back, right? Inexplicably, they should have left her out of it. She should not have been in the movie. Yeah, just doesn't make any. The only reason they bring her in is to kind of give some kind of like conflict to the brother thing. Sure. Yeah. Let's get into the let's let's. Exp- yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I knew this. I knew this would happen. Yeah. Of course, because it just. <sighs> uh, anyway, so yeah, they're hiding out uh, off the grid. With uh, I find funny they call their kid Little B. They call him Little B. Yeah, 
And I guess Vin Diesel has no finger to the pulse of the internet. No. Uh, as to like naming his kid Lil, Lil B. B. Yeah. No. Thank you, Base God. Base God. His um, kid's super based. Super based. So uh, they are suddenly come across by the old team saying that they need help. Who he almost murdered. Sure. And Lil B has to run in a <laughs> a <laughs> cellar. For for reasons not explained, why he's so paranoid about uh, his family being hunted like that. I guess he's still afraid of Cypher. Is that the... I mean, that's like the main person they've burned in this entire thing, right? It's honestly the only person they have to worry about. Because everyone else is a friend now yeah. that they've he's come across. He's turned them all. Yeah. So she'd be the only one to worry about. Or those truckers are going to come back for their DVD players <laughs> for part one. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, I want to see that story. Yeah. Yeah. Just that lone Just truck a, driver. A le- no, a legion oh. of, of <laughs> yeah. like 18 wheelers uh-huh. come after him. Yep. And it's just him and his GTO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing he has to be concerned about is if she has the resources to come after him from this high-powered prison, which obviously we find out is not that high-powered. Right. So, so uh, they reconvene. They talk about what the current issue of the day is, which is apparently Mr. Nobody went down in a plane crash while he was... Mr. Nobody's Kurt Russell. Yes, while he was transporting uh, Cypher. Yeah. And uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. Also within that plane was also that weapon yeah okay. half of the weapon was so, that is that true so when yes so i and and we could be wrong about this but <sighs> as far as i know yes he put the world's most dangerous hacker and half of the world's most dangerous weapon on the same plane sure and was transporting them at the same time it makes perfect sense yeah yeah uh, anyway, it uh, it crashes. The plane crashes. She escapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that's because uh, Dom's brother, Jacob, who we've never heard of before. Nope. Um, Nine films. Never heard of this not guy. Not a peep. Uh, he's apparently a secret operative who has turned. Yeah. And so now he's helping the bad guys. He's helping uh, <laughs> Cypher. Yeah. So um, they're... Basically on the hunt to try to find Mr. Nobody mm-hmm. and the device. Yep. And stop Cypher. Yep. And stop Jacob. Yep. Uh, and uh, I guess find the secret behind this device. Including Coronas while they do it. Yes. Um, while on that search, they, of course, run into Jacob. Yeah. And he goes on about a five mile zip line <laughs> through Edinburgh. Oh, I mean, you're you're jumping ahead of a lot of stuff. Because I don't want to talk about this movie anymore, Marco. <laughs> First of all, Jacob is John Cena. And uh I mean <laughs> I just wanna give him I, mean, I wanna give him a I wanna show him a little bit of love. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he did a pretty good job. He did pretty good. Right? Yeah. He, con- he con- didn't do so bad. Considering we're trying to, uh, you know, believe 
that he could be brothers somehow biologically with <laughs> with Vin Diesel. I wrote that down um, because after we spoke, after we watched the movie, I had thoughts. And uh, I wrote my thoughts down while I was driving, dangerously. I yeah. shouldn't have done it. No. I advise not to do this. But I couldn't help it. I had thoughts, and I needed to write them down. And one of the thoughts that I wrote down was uh, Nordic strain, question mark? <laughs> yes. What was that? What was that? What a weird line. Strange. So, uh, Charlize Theron's character, Cypher. Cypher. Not only is she a master hacker... She apparently can just look at someone's face and be able to know, like, where their ancestry. She's ancestry.com. Ancestry yeah, in her brain. And uh, so they they do a, a throwaway line to kind of explain how Vin Diesel and John Cena ended up being brothers, which is that the Toretto line is so mixed. Mm -hmm. And who would have thought there would be a, a Nordic strain in their bloodline that would explain why John Cena is so white. Yeah. And Vin Diesel is not right. And that's it. That's the only explanation as to why these two guys were cast to be blood brothers. W would it not have been better for them not to even ex like try Don't, to explain it? Yes. Just abs pretend. Absolutely. It would have been a thousand times better to not even acknowledge the fact that it was poor, poor casting. Yeah. Yes, 100%. They okay. should not have done it. And I couldn't, when she said it, I couldn't believe. And, uh, dude, honestly, that is my big, that's probably my biggest issue with this film is how much it insults the intelligence <laughs> of the audience. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that it was necessary to explain. Mm-hmm. Why John Cena and Vin Diesel are brothers in this movie. And yeah. the way that they choose to do it is in his DNA, there is a quote-unquote Nordic strain. Yeah. And that was enough? Like, that's a thing. Like, that's a thing? Like, brothers can just look dramatically different because there's a strain of white yeah. in their bloodline somewhere. So, his mother, his dad, mm -hmm. his sister, yeah. all are vaguely brown yeah because they never really explain what race dom sure. toretto is yeah. we assume italian yes and, dark italian and, like olive skinned italian yeah is like, what like I sicilian yeah or a mix of italian and, yeah. and some kind of hispanic yeah that's i always assumed he was half half hispanic half italian that yeah. was my assumption yeah and their thought was the only way people are going to believe that cena and Vin Diesel are brothers, is if we explain to them that he has a Nordic strain, a very, very, very white strain of DNA, sure. and, and that's how he gets that distinctive quote-unquote chin. I have two solutions for this real quick, and we'll continue with this synopsis. Please, I would love to hear it. Okay, so they could have gone with he's a half-brother, different mom. Yep, easily could have done fine. it. It's fine. Easily could have done it's it. It's fine. They could have gone with, he's not even a brother, not a blood brother, but he was part of, like, the original crew, like, in the early times, yep. when they also, first started off. Also easily could have worked. He was part of the original family. Yeah. And now he has the new family. That, 
that works even better than him being a half brother because of the whole family unit thing. Right. And, and, and it works to explain why we never hear about him in the nine sure. fil- or the eight films previous yeah. to this. Maybe he did, he did something really terrible. It doesn't have to necessarily be the whole dad subplot. Um, Which is the most. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get into the, all the flashbacks. I don't know if we have a time to get into everything. <laughs> That's exactly my point. Okay. <laughs> That's so why I jumped ahead to Edinburgh. Okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think those solutions work perfectly fine. Perfect. And also, if he's part of the old crew, he can kind of throw it in his face like, hey, you guys, he's going to turn on you too. Yeah. Yep. It's, this isn't real family. Definitely could have worked. Yeah. Definitely could have worked. Alas. Um, okay. So anyway, the, the, the team is sent off uh, separately <laughs> to get intel, basically, to try to find the device. The right. So this, this, this device vaguely explained as a thing that can take over every computer in the world. And uh, they, they just kind of go, yeah, I mean, it's like this super powered thing. That uh, it's Ares, which can hack into any computer-controlled weapon system. The God of War. Yes, and anything with ones and zeros, as Ramsey so eloquently explains. Anything with ones and zeros, it can hack into and take over, and that basically spells the end of the world. Apparently, yeah. Because we are never privy to what they are actually going to do with the device. No. Once. They get it online. And they bring that up. It's another thing they bring up that they don't explain. Yeah. Like characters literally poking holes in this entire thing. Yeah. And us not getting any resolution of those. Yeah. Cypher herself says, what are you going to, what are you going to, what what's your plan? What are you going to do once you get it online? And we just get a cheeky smile Mm -hmm. with some guy who has some weird obsession with Star Wars who (laughs) seems to understand the films and then at one moment doesn't understand the films. Mm -hmm. Very strange. Yeah, he was like a foreign guy who's like seen half the movie and was told the rest of the movie. Yeah, and then just kind of makes Star Wars references, and you're like, you haven't seen it, have you? Which is a weird thing to do anyway in a Fast and Furious movie. Such a strange thing to do. Yeah. Why did he make so many Star Wars references? I don't know. I was like, is this a Disney? No, it's not a Disney it's- movie. Why are we talking about Star Wars right <laughs> it was now? So weird. They just kept doing it. Yeah. Talk he about- went, he, dude. He went deep. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he going so deep? What's happening? Yeah, Why I, is he talking about this so much? It stood out to me. And then he goes, the little green guy. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't act like you haven't <laughs> seen these movies. You've made too many references to pretend like you haven't seen you these movies. You know who Yoda is. You know who Yoda is. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. Continue. I'm anyway. Um, so uh, like half the team, the, the ladies of the team, uh, get sent off to Tokyo, Tokyo. because uh, apparently a uh, postcard was mailed from Tokyo. No, mailed from Han. Uh, uh, it's a postcard of Mexico. Yeah. But it was postmarked from Tokyo, yeah. right? Yes. So they track yes. it back to Tokyo. Yes. Uh, and find a Mexican flag in Tokyo. Yeah. And go, that must be it. There he is. Uh, so there, well, not he, but there it is. Yeah, they're looking for something. They go into this building. They're ambushed. Uh, this random woman fights with them uh, against this faceless uh, military group. Yeah, knows their names. 
knows yes. who each one of them is. Uh, we end up on the street. Uh, the bad guys get sniped by a mysterious stranger who turns out to be Han. Now, for a sec, like before we before we go into the Han thing, I'd like to say like how many times in this movie does a character just look at a thing, doesn't say anything, and then waits for the rest of the characters to look at the same thing <laughs> and go, yeah. "Oh, that's what you're looking at." Mm-hmm. Go back and watch these movies. Yeah. It happens multiple times in this series mm-hmm. where a character will look at another character or an, or a thing happening. Yeah. And instead of going, guys, look, look, it's Paul Walker or guys, look, it's Han. They just stare until the other characters in frame go, oh. Yeah. They they do it with they do it when Paul Walker was on the beach. They uh-huh. do it with Han. They've done it multiple times. They did it I think they did it with Giselle in the 5th mm-hmm. or 6th. They do it multiple times. Yeah. It's such a weird thing to do. Have you ever been with a group of friends and looked at some hot chick and instead of going, "Yo, she's hot." You just stare until everyone else in your friend group <laughs> notices goes, you staring. What's he looking at? <laughs> we should stare too. It's such a weird thing to do. It's okay. a strange choice. It's such a weird thing. Very strange choice. Um so after that encounter, they end up reconvening in their secret se- secret Leia. Secret mm-hmm. Leia. Um, and they introduce Han back to the group. Yep. And we find out what happened with Han, which deflates the entire movie. Deflates the whole thing. Uh, so uh, apparently Han was in cahoots with Mr. Nobody the entire time. Yeah. Um, the assassination that Jason Statham <laughs> uh, uh, completed on him really Com- pulled off yeah yes uh, apparently was all part of the show not that not that Jason Statham knew it at the time I mean unless we find out in the next film that he was a part of it as we know that so far breaks everything though you know it I, breaks everything at this point I don't think they give a fuck about com- compete keeping anything together uh, but don't, yes, I agree yeah, with you. It, it, it destroys everything. Yeah. So it fractures any emotional uh, input. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jason Statham still kills a lot of people. Like, yes. He still murders a lot of people. A lot. Of He's people. not a good guy. No. Nope. Um, anyway, not until the end. Not until the end. Or I guess the next film. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. And so, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, too. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, he's a straight-up good guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we find out that uh, that was all an illusion put on by Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And uh, since then, he's been in hiding. And in that time, <clears throat> he saved a girl mm-hmm. who was going to get murdered because her parents were these... A scientist engineer vaguely vague scientist some, of some kind of technology um that happens to be the weapon that we've been tracking this entire time yeah so she would be targeted we don't know why no but she would be targeted too so he saves her and has kind of put her under his wing this yeah. entire time they've mm-hmm. been in hiding um and that's why he didn't come out and he trains her to fight, apparently, even though there is no reason for us to believe that Han knows how to fight. No. All he does in Tokyo Drift 
is race cars, and all he does in the rest of the movies is eat chips. Yes. So there's no reason to believe that he knows how to fight. Didn't wasn't that like a joke within the movie too? That he that can't all he fight? does is eat and he doesn't do anything else. Yeah. It was. I mean, he can't fight. He uh, what's Giselle does the fighting. Yeah. Well, it, it, am I misremembering? Wasn't there a scene where he and I think Ludacris are chasing somebody and he he kicks his ass like kicks both of their asses? Ludacris does. No, the bad guy kicks both of their asses. No, there's never been a film. I mean, hot. I mean, Ludacris has been. Uh, he's been either a mechanic, a super genius, a supercomputer genius, mm-hmm. or now some a, a, a kung fu fighter. Because yeah. remember, there's that scene in I think it's either the sixth film where they get cornered and he's like, guys, guys, and they attack and he takes down like three dudes at mm-hmm. once. And they're like, wait, what the fuck? And we're all just supposed to clap like dumb little monkeys. <laughs> oh, maybe it was Roman then. I it forget. Could have been Roman. I, it was Roman is useless. It was Roman and someone else in one of the past movies. You guys are probably screaming right now. Yeah. But it was Roman and someone else that were chasing an actual martial artist. It, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. like the underground. And they get their asses handed yeah. to them and he by goes, the guy who plays Sub-Zero. Yes. Yes. And, yeah, and he goes, they, don't don't tell anyone about this. Yes. Yes. They get their ass handed asses handed yeah. to them. Yes. Yes. You're right. By one that guy. That was uh the seventh film, I think maybe so, sixth yeah. or seventh film. Yes. Sub Zero beats the ever living shit out of them. Right. The both of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Yeah. They can't touch him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're right. Okay. Yes. yes. So he's not yes. So he's not a fighter. No. But apparently the girl that he takes under his wing and raises from uh, 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 preteen to uh, young adulthood, Mm -hmm. um, I guess at some point he either showed her how to fight or he signed her up for a karate (laughs) class. Yeah. Because uh, she knows how to. In in hiding. Yeah. In see Maybe maybe he trained with Mr. Nobody. Yeah. Some underground lair. Yeah. So anywho, so he's alive. Yeah, he's alive, and that's their reasoning behind. We need it. to obviously. That's I think that's the first thing we need to go back on is let's start with that. Yeah. Once we get to the, let's yeah. just let's get to the end of this. Okay. Thing. Anyway, long story short. Long story short. I mean, it's a globe trotting adventure uh, where they're still they're they were trying to find that device the entire time. It turns out the secret behind this device is that it's a uh, biometric activated yeah so that's why the girl that was hiding with han uh w- would be a target this entire time is because she's the key to unlock this weapon yeah uh so throughout this they're kind of chasing each other uh, jacob's chasing them they're chasing jacob and meanwhile trying to find the weapon and then there's an entire b or c plot where there's charlize theron and cypher also yeah. kind of playing mind games with them and she's at first helping Jacob because she has to, but then ends up getting out and teaming up with the guy that funded Jacob to find the thing in the first place. Some random guy. Um, yeah. And, uh, a lot. Okay. So a lot of this has to do with magnets. Yeah. Um, magnets. How uh, the fuck, how do they work? How do they work? Uh, they don't know. Fucking magnets. The, the, <laughs> the writers they of this movie don't know, don't know how no magnets one in, work. No characters. The writers? Nobody. No one. Nobody knows, knows how, how magnets, magnets work. work apparently. Um. So. Uh. Anyway. 
what ends up happening is uh, Jacob gets the device, gets double-crossed, and the rich guy who kind of knows Star Wars ends up trying to activate it with Cypher. Yeah. Uh, in order to foil her, uh, the team makes this entire plan to take down the convoy that she's, or that entire thing's a part of. Mm-hmm. While uh, we have Tej and Roman going to space. Yeah. To actually knock to, out the... To destroy the actual... Satellite. Satellite. Yeah. So, they're in space. Of course, something goes wrong. Thank you so much. Um, something goes wrong. Uh, the magnet ends up breaking on the ship that they were going to use to grab the uh, satellite with. So, they end up having to ram it in the last second to yeah. blow it up, even though it would put them in mortal danger. Yep. They gave their lives for this mission. And meanwhile, on the ground... Uh, Jacob gets double-crossed, realizes that's happening. There's a kind of come-to-Jesus moment where... Um, oh, what's her nuts? Um, uh, bu- 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 uh, the, the sister. Uh, uh, Mia? Mia, yes. Yeah. Mia and... Uh, Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster, yes. Uh, they kind of share a glance as brother and sister and... We get a knowing glance from Dom, too, that, okay, well, we're not going to be mean to each other, which only comes story-wise because Jacob lays the bombshell that he didn't actually kill their dad, which has been the main beef between Dom and Jacob this entire time. Yeah. So he didn't actually kill the dad. The dad asked him to do some kind of magic to his car that would make (laughs) it stall out. Uh, but it, it happened at the wrong time and the car ended up flipping or getting crushed and then blowing up. Uh, so, you know, we're, we, we realize that really throughout this entire thing, Dom has been the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're led to believe that the, the, the big beef between them is that Jacob, John Cena's character has killed their dad. Yeah. Now, mind you, if you if you have been watching the series as long as we have, the main crux of, I guess, the emotion and the anger yeah. that comes from Dom Toretto's character or, or Vin Diesel's character, Dom Toretto, uh, the the major crux is um, him having to deal with the trauma of his dad being, I mean, not murdered, but basically murdered. Yeah. Uh, in a race because his dad was a race car driver and another race car driver killed him. He he clipped him and uh, he got into an accident and he died. And the way that uh, Dom Toretto dealt with this was anger. Murder. And, and he nearly beat a man to death yeah. with a socket wrench uh, because of the anger that resides in him. Mm-hmm. And, and the anger that is within Dom Toretto's character is a major, major plot point for the character itself. Well, it's, uh, no pun intended. It's his fuel. That's that is his fuel the entire time up until the point where he goes on this family kick. Yes, and then even then, it's like it wraps in well with his character because his rage was spawned from love of family. Yes, you know. Yes, so that makes sense character-wise. 
When, uh, when you don't have the other brother thrown into this and you just have the fact that his dad was murdered and he had to take care of his sister and his crew and for since since his early 20s he's had to take care of all these people yeah the plot or i guess the sub character of family makes a lot of sense sure because it's like well yeah of course this person only cares about family that's the only thing he's ever known yeah since his dad died yeah when you take those things away you remove a major major right part of this character what is he now you know what like, is he now and then uh, i'm sure we'll get more into this too after we get done with this uh, never-ending synopsis <laughs> um but like we said right after watching the movie that that removed so much of the scariness of Dom as a character early on yeah. in those movies. Like the, the, the fact that not only that, but the character that we see who antagonizes him after the race, the guy who actually put his dad into the wall and caused him to crash, like is an absolute, like unbelievable level of asshole that he almost deserves being beat to death yeah like you get it yeah where i don't like it would have been better if he was super apologetic and like oh my god dom i'm, I'm so sorry and he just starts wailing on him you okay, know like, okay let's get back to that but let's finish the plot so we can i want to bash this movie in with a socket wrench is what i'm trying to say finish the plot so that we can get into <sighs> okay we're almost there we're almost there <laughs> um anyway so it's we're back half an hour we're back we're back to the uh, the convoy uh they're now the team is now saving jacob because they realize he's been double crossed now yeah so now we're back to the ultimate bad guy of cypher um who's trying to activate this thing still while the boys up in space are blowing up the thing yeah the other thing and um you know eventually they're able to blow up the giant convoy um they do they even retrieve the thing or do they let it just blow up i forget i don't remember um i am actually still confused about that because there was a moment in the film where i thought uh dom attached an explosive to the device and threw it at the drone the drone uh-huh uh and the drone exploded and i thought okay he's destroyed the the device but i thought that the the device was so important that they would give it a a more important moment than yeah. him just throwing, throwing it out it the out, window yeah. uh but i don't remember them ever giving it a more important moment than yeah that. i didn't so i don't remember seeing it after that scene yeah i'm so actually still maybe right he, now confused as to what happened maybe that's what it. it was again we won't we've only seen it once so we can rewatch and you know no we see, can't we, we can <laughs> we can <laughs> we're physically capable of rewatching. I mean, um but do anyway wanna, do you want to like go go again no <laughs> no <laughs> i am fine waiting for this one to come out on dvd and blu-ray yeah um but anyway so yeah anyway the thing gets blown up it yeah. doesn't matter anyway we think because the satellite blows up anyway yeah, so like so it doesn't matter uh, yeah um and then we have a moment between dom dom, dom. and uh jacob a callback moment to the first to one. the first movie yeah 
where he's, he's, he says, yeah, somebody gave me a 10-second car one time. A 10-second car one time. It's a chance to it's restart. A chance to restart. Second chance. Second chance. And, uh, and, he, uh, gi- <laughs> and uh, he gives... Uh, <laughs> He gives Jacob a uh, keys to his car and lets him drive off into the sunset. Yeah. Um, then we cut to the cookout. The the cookout scene, we which need... is now a prerequisite to all the movies. It, it, yeah, it's necessary. How do they not play? Yeah. In every movie. I I. Honestly, I hope that's how the last one ends. Because they keep doing this fucking we, we the same it. scene. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> and, okay. Everything's great. Everything ends well. We see some old friends. Yeah. You know, it's it's a good time. Yeah. Um, and then they couldn't afford Don Omar. I guess I don't. What's he doing? <laughs> what's Don Omar I don't doing? Know. It was something he was too busy Is to film busy? the Fast and the Furious Nine. I guess. Yeah. He's, I don't know. That was kind of a bummer. I yeah. wanted to see him. Again. I did too. I did too. I was really disappointed that he especially because they called back to the both of them. Yeah, in a and flashback to not scene. have both of them in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And they're like, yeah, he's running a restaurant. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You yeah. made us believe that you both were going to be in the movie. And only who was the other guy? I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't know my reggaeton stars. Uh, who was the other guy? Well, no. Actually, Don Omar was there. Him? Don okay, Omar Don was Omar there. Is there. And then who's the guy? Uh, Tego Calderon. Yeah, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know when I said that, people were like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tego Calderon. Mm-hmm. He was not in the film, and I wish that he was because he's amazing. And yeah, I great. love him. He's great, uh, and it's, it's. I love uh, that he's become part of that world. Yeah, it's disappointing that they both both weren't in it. Yeah, Donald Mar was in it. He was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then there's a. It finally ends on this sweet moment where um, Little B's about to get, <laughs> say grace. Say grace. Um, say grace. After a, a super uh, narcissistic shot, uh, low low in frame, looking upward oh, we're to coming, the heavens. We're coming back to this. To the heavens, he's uh, Vin Diesel's absolutely backlit like an angel. Oh, oh yeah, man, ready to <laughs> say grace. <laughs> um, and uh, you know the 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 final scene's sweet, and we get this moment where they go, "Oh, we can't we can't start now. There's one seat missing." And then you see the famous blue car come in the frame, and you hear him coming down. And thankfully, they kept it classy, and you you don't see a CGI plastic face. Yeah, that was good uh, of Paul Walker. But uh, yeah, it was it was a nice nice little sweet end. They acknowledge the fact that like his car is is um, at almost as famous as he is when it comes yeah. to the movies. Uh, he pulls up in the Lancer, and it was a Lancer, right? Was it a Lancer? What was it? No, it's a um, Skyline. Skyline. That's yeah. right. That's right. His car was the Skyline. Yeah, GTR. Um, and yes, that was a really sweet moment. And honestly, when his car pulls up, I got a little choked up. Mm-hmm. I was like, Man, that's really nice. That yeah. they did it's that. nice to see because uh, I mean, let's just get into it now. I guess feelings of the movie in general. I Unfortunately, I couldn't help, and I I couldn't help in the last movie too. Just feel the loss of Paul Walker in these movies. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I that's the place where I'd like to start too. Yeah, Paul Walker is 
sorely missed. Yeah. In these last couple films. And it it's so it's strange because like I mean, I feel like unfortunately, while he was around in these movies, like I didn't really pay him much mind. Like I, I could have if you would have told me, like, let's say things went differently and he was still around uh, and they just decided to make movies without him. I, I feel like or they, like if I just heard that was announced, I'd be like, OK, that's fine. Mm. I feel like it's a, a, a so much of a an ensemble. That they could totally get away with doing a, a, a Paul Walker list movie. I mean, they did it before, right? But the more and more uh, that we have without him in this, in our real timeline, in our current timeline, it's yeah. like there is some, there's like a vacuum. And I think it, it may be the vacuum of like a straight man character. Because this movie is so Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could have he anchored it into something like at least a little bit closer to earth. Yeah. And I, I feel like without him, there's just something missing. I, I have to uh, respectfully disagree. I think that um, I don't, I don't see a universe in which these films work as well without him. Mm-hmm. And if he was still alive, uh, it would be very strange for them to have done a film to continue the series without him. Like if he decided that he didn't want to do it, they would have to make these films the way that they did, mm-hmm. which is still incredibly successful films sure. and bring in all these guest stars and like work around his absence. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mm-hmm. think if he was still alive, they'd be able to kill him off as opposed yeah. to having him just be off screen. Sure. Which would make it easier for them to write around him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they'd be able to like use him as a guest star, like if they could pay him enough money to bring him back. Yeah, that would do a be, cameo. Yeah, or... people would fucking lose their shit to see yeah. Paul Walker, whatever. Uh, but th- the fact of the matter is, um, I-, I agree with you that he is. They they need a straight man because these movies are so batshit crazy. Yeah. I- and I think that his character is the reason that these movies even work. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker's character is a former. NYPD detective, undercover agent, who at one point becomes an FBI undercover, right? His character is the anchor to why they have any of the resources that they have. And this is the thing that people don't think about. They think that uh, Dom Toretto and his crew just became these guys who were like these spec ops agents right. working for uh, for uh, uh, this uh, Mr. Nobody character, right? They're not. No. The reason They're that any of thugs. this makes sense <laughs> is because they are connected to a guy who worked for the FBI. Yeah. And he is the reason why they are so invaluable to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. If it weren't for Paul Walker's character, the they are just street thugs. They're yeah. just a bunch of street racers who yeah. got lucky, right? And the reason why that the reason why this even happened to begin with was because of their their insight and specialty into the world of street racing, right? right? That's it. That was the doorway in. That's it. That's it. It's only after No one was like I wonder what Tej in Miami right. is doing because we've heard through the grapevine that he's this uh, super computer <laughs> genius yeah. who knows how to also fight. 
who's also like a kung fu fighter and knows how to hack any computer in the history of computers. Yeah. No. Yep. No one gave a fuck about the rest of this crew. They only cared about the fact that Paul Walker's character was an FBI agent who also had a connection to the underground street racing world. Right. That's why this whole thing and that's why that's the that's the reason why one through six makes sense. Yeah. Because he's there to anchor the whole thing. After that, it goes off the fucking rails. Yeah. And I think that's it, it's super apparent. And I think the only thing that that helps in that mix up is the rock. Yes. I feel like the fact that when he comes in and starts stealing the show, you feel that loss a little less. Yes. Because he's so commanding of a yeah. presence. And he fits more of that like cartoon bonkers uh kind of storytelling. Yeah. And his character makes more sense because he's also a person who works for the government. And you go, well, how do they even know who this person is? Oh, well, because The Rock's character has connections with right. the federal government. Yeah. So that's why they know where to find this person. Yeah. yeah. That's why they have all this technology because of The Rock. And I feel like they played around with uh, having another straight man in that position, not replacing his role, obviously. Paul Walker's, I mean, but of uh, what uh, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood, yeah, yeah. I feel like he was put in there to test the waters of how the audience would feel about oh. another straight man, white guy, people turned on government guy, and it was like, no, I don't want that. Immediately, they were like, no, not him. <laughs> if it's gonna be him, I'd rather no. not. I'd rather you just stop the whole series than right. it be that guy. Yeah, and so I think that was them kind of testing the waters to see how people would react to it, and wisely they backed off of it. You know what's crazy? How uncharismatic Scott Eastwood is compared to his dad. I know... That it's hard to compare an actor to his like more famous sure. actor father. Yeah, it's yeah. not fair. No, not at all. Clint Eastwood is an American treasure. No matter yeah. how you feel about his politics, he's an American treasure. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Uh, but Scott Eastwood just is not. There's just there's a there's magic missing there. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot missing, there's, and magic is one of the things. <laughs> just magic missing there. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, if you're listening. I no dis <laughs> no no disrespect. <laughs> No disrespect. You did all you could. Uh, you did in, all you could in the Fast and Furious series, but uh, yeah, it's just not the same. It ain't the same. It's not the same. No. <sighs> okay. So okay. Um, where are we? I mean, there's so there's so many inconsistencies. To we're in the complaint corner. That's where we are right now. We're in the, what complaint corner? The complaint corner. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. I have so many. Okay. That I can't even I can't even remember how many I have. I uh I wrote down some of them and uh some of them we talked about before we uh before we left. Okay. Um my first thought is Paul Walker is missed sorely. That's my first thought. Yeah. So I'm glad that we we started like with that. organically yeah. Yeah. got into that because that was my first thought. Yeah. Like driving home, I was like, man, if he was in these movies. Not only not only does he work to make sense of the plot itself, he anchors the rest of these characters. Yeah, yeah. They all go 
insane without him. <laughs> yes, especially Vin Diesel. Yes. If you have Paul Walker there, you can kind of bring it all back, and he can kind of be the reason why any of this makes sense. Yeah. Without him, you are led to believe that the most powerful agencies in the American government are resting the fate of the world on the shoulders of a mechanic. Yeah, street racers. Who knows how to drive a muscle car really well. Real good. That's it. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, The Nordic Strain thing. I put the Nordic Strain question mark. So stupid. Uh, Vin thinks... I need this. Oh, okay. Uh, this this is a this is a good one. Okay, so one of the big major plot points of the film is this is something that they retread a lot in the past, like three films, which is, um, is this life for me? Right. Uh, who am I without this life? Quote unquote. This life, and this life is defined very vaguely. Which is it to mean living? on the edge of your seat is it to mean being a criminal yeah. is it to mean uh being an adrenaline junkie like could he be triple x and just jump out of planes and steal cars and shit and would that be fulfilling mm-hmm. or does he need to be a spec ops agent and is that fulfilling to him why is michelle rodriguez's character letty why is she so obsessed with this life Mm-hmm. Before she lost her memory in the fourth film, this isn't the life that she was living. She was a street racer. Right. One through three, she has no connections to being anything more than a street racer. In the fourth film, she's asked by Paul Walker's character, mm-hmm. and this is the cause of friction. I, believe me, guys, we're <laughs> in this. We're in this, okay? Uh-huh. You're, you're looking at two dudes who are fucking in this. Yeah. In the fourth film, she's asked by Paul Walker's character to uh, infiltrate this Mexican cartel, right? Yeah. And uh, she dies, quote unquote. She dies. Another another one of those. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to get to that. Yeah. She dies in the fourth film doing what Brian asked her to do, which was infiltrate this cartel. Uh, and, and that is the reason why Dom hates Brian for a little while for right. like ha- for a movie and a half he hates yeah. him because of this right but before that she's not an, uh, she's not a person who wants to quote unquote live this life right so what the fuck is she talking about i mean she she never regained her her memory she did yes she did she did she did in the uh uh i don't know if it's the last film or the film before that but she does because at the very end she starts going like oh i remember all this bullshit she does regain her because remember in this film she says when i just started remembering everything about my past life we started living this bullshit farm life see i took what happened in the last movie not the most recent one the last one uh, as like she's remembering a little bit like she's getting memories back right but she's never going to be the letty we knew before right but i guess that's a lie <laughs> from like, what i took from it was at the very end of the last film she it all started, came back to it her. all came back to her yes like a very Stupid. cheap yeah yeah very cheap cheap um uh yeah i mean amnesia only works for about an hour or as long as we want this movie until to it's last. inconvenient yeah 
Yeah. So she has her memory back and she wants to live this adrenaline junkie life, which, by the way, I have another question about that. Um, if they this is what I wrote down. So if they do choose to live that life, what does that mean for the kid? So if they decide that they're just adrenaline junkies and they're going to be spec op agents for the rest of their, uh, I don't know, late to early 40s, <laughs> what does that mean for little B? Does he have to just live with Brian off character, you know, in real life, dead guy mm -hmm. in film, alive guy who's retired? I what guess? does that mean for for their kid? I get yeah. Well, I think that's how selfish of them to I, be like we just want to go on missions. Fuck this kid. But I think this is all just a big retread of the the Brian storyline from One Seven. Thousand percent, it's a retread, and it's so unoriginal, and it's so lazy. Yeah, it's terrible. That's yeah, exactly that, what it is. That's all. It is. They couldn't think of another plot point that was more interesting than. Paul Walker's character deciding if he wants to live this life anymore. Mm -hmm. That was the most interesting thing that they ever came up with in the history of eight films. And they were like, yeah, let's just do that again with Vin Diesel's character. Right. Oh, it's fucking lazy. And it made me angry thinking about it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're just doing the same fucking thing. And it, it's not as good. Absolutely not. Because it doesn't have the same amount of heart and emotional heft. Paul yeah. Walker's character, it makes sense. He is a career cop. Yeah. And then he back he backstabs his career. He lets go of everything. Yep. Because of how much he cares about his family and because of how much loyalty means to him. Yeah. He right? started living a double life. Uh even though he had full intention of being a straight and narrow guy. Yes. Uh he instead decided to be loyal and to uh, you know, start a family yes with this new family yes and be loyal to that yes and he can't the the pull of being a cop of being a righteous man of being a person on the front lines is too much for him yeah and it is compelling in the midst of the stupidity that is these films yeah. there's a lot of conflict there his, real drama his plot is compelling yeah it's a real conflict that makes sense that is relatable yeah where you go i get it i understand why a guy who's lived that life for his whole life his whole adult life would be hesitant to just give it up at a drop of a dime because he had a kid yeah that makes sense it works for him yep it does not work for dom toretto's character who has lived his entire adult life living this life yeah and then he was just dropped a kid in his lap and suddenly and now he's living on a farm badly i like i get i get what they're going for i get what they're going for with dom which is like you know family's everything to him now his family is uh, bigger and he has his own son so therefore his son means everything to him but that's not what they go with yeah that's not what they go with no they end up going with this strange well i mean first of all they they drop the kid off immediately immediately and they get rid of that kid out of, like they don't even really care like he's just gone <laughs> that kid is out of the picture so fast until the very end and it's like okay that yeah, fine whatever but i mean i just feel like make 
make Dom his own unique character and not just Brian 2.0. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I think that's gonna con- that's gonna be a through line until the next movie too. Yeah. Uh, him just being this like weird mix of like a hardcore dangerous guy, but then also like heart of gold and good daddy and you know like balancing that really awkwardly yeah and we know he's not gonna he's not gonna walk away from his kid we know that so there's no stakes involved in this no that entire conversation between them about you know is it worth like should we stay in this life or that one we have to you know what is it that's really driving us yada 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 no pun intended um it's it's completely thrown in the back burner it's like they don't readdress that they don't at all. No, they give they give a second where they're like, "Is this really the life that we want to live?" And then they make out, and it's like, "Okay, so is this the life right. that you guys want to live?" They don't answer, and they continue to live that life. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, I, I, you kind of answered your own question with no resolution, though. Exactly, because part of the conflict was. That they are trying to start a family and live a normal life. Yeah. So when they both decide, oh, no, no, no. We do want to live this crazy life of ours. Sure. But you have a son. So is the 10th film going to be based around you teaching your kid to be a spec ops agent? Right. (laughs) Or maybe that's the spinoff. Yeah. It's little B. Learning to be a street racer. Fast 10, Lil B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that entire that entire subplot, no resolution to it, um, rushed and was, ter- was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean the, the, the thing that you can take away from the whole film was just most, if not all, of the subplots introduced were either rushed, terribly written, yeah. or unfinished. Well, in, in more so than that, I feel like the biggest sin of this movie is uh, introducing characters that we're supposed to care about in an already stacked list of an ensemble cast yeah. that we've just met and are supposed to, for some reason, care about. Yeah. We have enough people. We have enough people in this crew and in, in these films. Yeah. Use them. Give some stakes to this entire thing by actually putting these people in peril. Yeah. Uh, They have a built-in backstory that we don't have to go through endless flashbacks to have to explain. Specifically, the the girl, I think her name's L or something. Yeah. Um, The Han character. Yeah. Han's uh, liege. (laughs) um, Han's liege. That he's protecting. Like, her... Completely unnecessary. Now we have another character, another superfluous character that we don't know very well or care about. Yeah, I don't care about her. Like I don't, I don't know. She, she's. I don't know you. I don't know you. Um, one, not one iota of my emotional being. I, I, I didn't even think about her. No. And anytime uh, she was off screen, I didn't even wonder what was happening to her. My question is, why complicate things with her? It makes no sense. It just clutters the movie more. In a movie that's already cluttered by this Jacob character that we have to get invested in in order to care about the movie to to begin with. Yeah. And at least they do a good job of, like, explaining who he is, kind of. 
And like we well, get they spend half the movie giving us his backstory. They give us enough backstory for Jacob that lasts nine films. If Jacob was a sub character that lasted all nine films and then came to fruition right. in this movie, it, was it would be at. like, whoa, right. what a payoff. Yeah, yeah. But this this entire movie it suffers from feeling like it was just mashed together in the last moments. It honestly feels like someone told John Cena to put, I'm sorry, someone told Vin Diesel to put John Cena in this movie and Vin Diesel or whoever wrote these films, I'm thinking it's Vin Diesel, (laughs) whoever wrote these films Uh wasn't creative enough to come up with a better reason to put Cena in these movies other than, what if he's Dom's brother? Yeah. And then I, you know what happened? You got five writers together in a writer's room and one person was like, what if Cena is Dom Toretto's brother? I love it. Let's go with that. And exactly. And, and they the wrote a whole, mil- yeah. a whole movie based on that. Yeah. Because with how haphazardly he's thrown into the movie, with how terribly his character is written, and also, I'd like to say, by the way, John Cena is given absolute dog dookie <laughs> to work with. Yeah. And he does almost an Oscar-worthy performance yeah. with what he's given. A serviceable job. He does. He makes miracles yeah. with the dookie yeah. that he's given yeah. of a character. Yeah. No soul. No real backstory, a confusing plot. Yeah. No real emotion because we find out later on that the the emotion that he's supposed to be giving is conflicted by the fact that he's been lying the whole time. Right. So now we don't understand what emotion that he's actually portraying in the yeah. film. Yeah. He is given nothing. And yeah. he makes miracles. Yeah. So I would just like to say shout out to John Cena. Yeah. Because he makes miracles happen with what is one of the poorest written characters I've ever seen. Yeah. In a in a movie. I gotta agree. I mean, I still I I had a good time with this character. I wouldn't mind seeing him again. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was great. I thought he was I fantastic. Can't see him. <laughs> um, you had to. You got to. You got to do it at least once. To. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that that leads to my final gripe, uh, which is that entire plot about him lying to Dom this entire time about what really happened on that racetrack. Yeah, there's no like I mean, it is the the it is the biggest of plot holes. I don't understand. Maybe there's something I missed. Maybe there's a line somewhere that explains why he didn't just tell him the truth. Yeah. But the fact that he's been hiding this secret this entire time while also suffering the loss of his family. Yeah. So there's no explanation as to what happened to their mother, right? Not that I remember. Not no. that I can't recall them explaining what happened to their mother. Uh, they only have their dad. Dom thinks that Jacob, John Cena's character murdered their dad in this race he thinks that he sabotaged him on purpose right 
Dom never takes a single moment in his entire life to ever think about what the motivation was behind why he would murder his own dad. Yeah. And we're supposed to just run with that emotion. Sure. Because he made a promise to his dad. Yeah. And he's going to stick to that promise. Cena, Cena's character, Jacob, yeah. made a promise made a to promise his dad to, to not, not say why Yeah, he did Because the did. family was in debt and he wanted to throw the race. And because of the way that Dom Toretto's dad felt about Dom, mm-hmm. he had so much... Uh, I guess he he had so much pride in him, and he was so proud of him, and yeah. he, he felt so highly he thought so highly of Dom's character that he didn't want to sully his his own self image of in, himself in his son's eyes, but not Jacob's not eyes. just Jacob's eyes. Right, he was okay with being a piece of shit yeah. to his younger brother. Yeah, which but is, not the older brother, which is somewhat explained when the asshole who put his dad in the wall in the first place is like oh you're the fuck up son yeah. right let me just say okay you and i are both sons of we fa- sure are <laughs> we are sons yes we are sons of fathers who had multiple uh sons yes right? you have an older brother i have two older brothers mm-hmm. i i would just like to say for for uh in my experience okay my father who are in heaven? Who are in heaven? My dad would never. I I shouldn't say would never, but the idea that my dad would think so highly of one of my older brothers that he would lie to them, but not lie to me, the youngest son, mm-hmm. just as asinine. Yeah. If you are, if you're a person who's writing this film and you have brothers. You wouldn't have written this movie the way right. that you if, wrote it. If anything, you would like swap it yep. and say, oh, the younger one can't hear about this. He can't handle it. Yes. That's exactly my point. Yeah. yeah. You would have told Dom and you would have lied to Jacob. Yep. You would not have told Jacob, the younger brother, why would he be able to handle this information? I don't know. It makes no sense. I don't I don't know Justin <sighs> Lin personally, but what I do know is there's no way he has two older brothers. I want to shake him by the shoulders. Just grab him and be like, what are you talking about? What happened? Okay. Uh, we're about an hour in. I just okay. want to say I, uh, you, I, I like your biggest flaw of the movie. My biggest flaw of the movie or my biggest sin of the movie is uh, I wrote it down. I said uh, I feel betrayed at how stupid this movie was. Yeah. Instead of rewarding our loyalty, our our intelligence Badly. is insulted. Yeah, and I think that is the biggest insult mm-hmm. of this. That's the biggest sin of this movie. Yeah, is you and I have been so loyal to this series. Well, they do, and to get to the ninth film, they put Cardi B in it. They put Cardi B in it. Yeah, I just feel so insulted by it. Yeah, I I I fought for this film. I fought family members. I fought friends. I told, I told, I like, I put so much behind this movie and uh-huh. to actually go and see it and to just feel so betrayed because it's not the stupi- the stupidity of the movie so much as it is the laziness yeah. of the plot that is insulting that we as a consumer base would just go and spend our hard earned mer- money. Yeah. And we did. 
and I will <laughs> on yeah. the next film. Well, that's the thing, like, Fast Five, Six, Seven, and to, to some degree, Eight, I feel like are, are dumb. They're dumb movies. But I, they're I would fun. argue that Five is not a dumb movie. I would argue that Five is a ridiculous movie. Yeah. I would not call it dumb. Dumb may be the wrong word for five in particular, but I feel like they get dumber. Six, seven, and eight, thousand percent I agree. They get dumber the farther we go on that trajectory. One hundred percent. I would argue that five is a legitimate good film. Yeah. I would I unironically, Fast Five is a legitimate. It's a, yeah, no, it's a good, good movie. It's film. a really good movie. Yeah. And it's not t- it's not hampered by a bad plot or bad acting bad or characters a, no unnecessary ev- characters everything about it makes sense not everything i shouldn't say everything about <laughs> it. Walk that back a little bit yeah yeah let me walk, walk that back, back a little bit not everything but most mostly it makes a lot of sense that film it's yep. a fun it's a thrill ride it's a good action movie and you're like okay i get why they're here why they're doing what they're doing and who they're doing it yeah. to all of that makes motivations sense. make sense that's all you need. Yeah. Every character's motivation needs to make sense. And if it makes sense, you can ride that to the fucking sunset. Yeah. Or to space. Or to space. Yeah. Dude, we don't even have enough time <laughs> to talk about that. So. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, we, we gave our biggest gripe. Let's give one good thing that we, uh, we're leaving this movie with. I, as far as I'm concerned, I would like to say that I think there is a lot good going for this film Mm -hmm. as far as an action movie is concerned it's off the walls crazy yeah the stunts the set pieces we didn't even talk about the car magnet yeah yeah we don't have enough time to talk about the car magnet i think that as an action movie it continues the tradition of all of the fast and the furious movies pat uh post fast uh, uh furious four Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that they just completely abandon car racing, which is, by the way, let me just say two seconds. Guys, stop with the, these movies used to be about street racing, and now they're about... <laughs> boom, 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 I am boom. old enough to remember when these movies were about street racing. Let it go. You know when these movies were about street racing? 2001. Please, it's <laughs> over. They've That's done with. Yeah. John Singleton... God rest his soul is gone. Mm-hmm. It's over. They're not about street racing. They haven't been about street racing since like 2004, yeah. 2005. It's over. Stop with your terrible take of these movies used to be. They're not. They're action movies. It's it. We're done with that. Yeah. Stop it. We've moved beyond it. It's not a good argument. As, as as somebody in his youth that would have complained the same way as that and had that same exact. Same exact. I would have said the same words. Yeah. Move on. It's, Move on. It's, it's okay. Like Move these on. these movies are not that anymore. They're not that. They haven't been for a long time. And okay, here's another thing. Let's be honest. Even when they were about that, were they ever really about that? Really? Because the chief complaint about those movies when they came out was, they're not really that realistic, right? Yeah. No. Didn't everybody complain about the fact that like that's not how street racing really yeah. is? Well, especially that's not too. what would happen with a skyline, with a GTO, with a muscle car, with this, that, and the other thing. Isn't that what people complained about? Was that it wasn't that realistic of a street racing movie in the first place? Yeah. So from the jump, it was never about that. So let it go. Yeah. 
Okay. Also, Dom's car is a Charger. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm thinking GTO because he drives a GTO and Triple X. You're right. Yeah. It's a Charger. I've been saying GTO, but it's a Charger that he yeah. drives. Yeah. In Triple X, he drives a GTO. It's true. Um, I hope that people get to this point of the podcast. <laughs> no. We're, they're they're going to hear you say GTO once and go. <laughs> right. That'll nope. be enough. Um, thank you for yeah. correcting me because you're right. You're absolutely right. Um. But yeah, well, the the plot as far as like we're 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 done with that. We're yeah. we're nine films in. Let it go. At this point, you really just want the the movies to be, um, not. I mean, they're dumb. They're dumb movies, and you accept that. You accept mm-hmm. the fact that they're dumb movies. You just want them to make just enough sense. For you to be able to like go home and be like, yeah, that was that was fun. And yeah. So okay, all right. Let's get back to like what was good about the right. films. Yep. The action set pieces are incredible. Mm-hmm. F- every every second of the action was amazing. Yeah. I, I have no complaints about the action at all. Fight scenes, as implausible as they are, are great. Yeah. Everybody who's fighting, you're like Mia wouldn't be able to fight like that, <laughs> but fine, sure, I'll accept yeah. that. She yeah. fights. Uh, amicably i like that um roman tyrese's character as much as i hated the fact that he's written so poorly mm-hmm. he's funny he's Kinda. he's entertaining yeah him and Ludacris are entertaining they're yeah. funny enough as far as be as far as being the uh comedic foil to how ridiculous the whole thing is yeah. i think they do well enough to uh, kind of, I, I I wouldn't say tie it all together because they don't do well enough to make you forget yeah. that there's a tremendous amount of plot holes. But they do well enough that like when they're on screen, you're like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm into this. I mean, there's scenes when they're in space. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious is a strong word. But they were funny. Yeah, amusing. They amusing. Yeah. They were good. I, I thought they were good. I yeah. think they do. I think they... They know each other well enough to bounce off of each other. They do really well. Um, so, yeah, the action set pieces and the humor I thought was good. If the movie didn't need a plot, if movies didn't need plot. <laughs> if only. Would, yeah. Then I would. Then these movies would be fucking five. They would be six out of six bottle caps if yeah, they didn't need yeah, any yeah. plot. Because their, sec, their set pieces were incredible. Yeah. So that's my final thought is that they're big, dumb, fun. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, if you turn your brain off, you'll have a good time. If even for a second, if you come back from a bathroom break and you forgot to turn your brain off when you came back because you need your brain to pee, sure. If you got, if you forgot to turn your brain off when you co- went back into the theater and you started watching this film, you would be insulted by it. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah, but otherwise, I thought they were fun. I agree with everything you said. I will just add on to I like a lot of the players involved with this too. A lot of the actors. Um, I, I, you know, Helen Mirren <gasps> was in there. Oh, we didn't even mention Helen Mirren. Yeah. Uh, I like, like you said, John Cena doing a good job. Yeah. Um, and we get we get hints at Jason Statham coming back, which is exciting. Yes. With the post credit scene. Uh huh. Um. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think my biggest thing is uh, I'm given a hope for something better next time. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that it was fun. I think I had a good time, 
even though it was frustrating at times. Yeah. So that's mine. I think that's the best way to describe it. It was frustrating at times, but it was fun. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Charlize Theron. Um, they just kind of kind of gloss over her character, but the fact of the matter is they they turn every bad into a good character and mm. give them a spinoff or make them a sub character in all these films that when you finally get a big bad who's good, yeah, you got to hold on to that. And Charlize Theron is, I mean, she is consistently, dude, Charlize Theron in the past like five to 10 years has been nothing short of amazing. Of course. She has yeah. been incredible. Yeah. She's been untouchable. Yeah. Everything that she's done, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's fucking rocking the shit. She's killing it. Yeah. Good for Charlize Theron. And I'm happy that she's in these films because she adds some much needed. <laughs> A little gravitas, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Charlize Theron. Uh, I would say probably if we're talking about skill and merit and acting, best part of these films. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, all that being said. Uh, I will say I, I would like the last thing, last note I will give on this movie. I would like for them to strip it back for the final one. Yeah. I want to go back to bare bones, not street racing. Don't worry. I'm not suggesting that. But, you know, take it out of space, bring it back down to earth. Yeah. And make it more about the characters and root it back into something more tactile. Yeah. Real. Still be crazy, audacious, and fun, but bring it all back down to earth and then make it this Avengers of all the characters that we've all come to know and love and have them play their parts. Don't overwhelm it and just, you know, cap it off. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see next. You know, I, I didn't actually give a moment's notice or a moment's thought to what I would like to see next. Uh, but when you say that, I really like that idea mm. to make the final film or the second to final film be a thing that's stripped back and um, more localized and more like, you know, uh, let's 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 bring it back to the initial idea of firmly. Right. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Actually, yeah. if they are able to like like downsize it and make it like an ant film, ant man film of the MCU esque kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Where it's like. This doesn't have to be a huge global. Yeah, thing. It, it doesn't have to end the world every time. Yeah. It could just be the end of LA. It could just be sure. the end of the Toretto line. Yeah. It could just be yeah. the end of uh, a one character. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. I would I'm, like that. I'm really into that. You don't look at that cast, cut half of that. Yeah. You still got a good <laughs> yeah. movie. Look, bam, bam. Just get rid of that. that Two of those uh, lines. Cardi B. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We need to spend at least 30 seconds on Cardi B. Okay. We need to. We need to because people need to hear this. I feel like people need to hear this. <laughs> I, uh, I I feel like I need to say it. Okay. <laughs> Rather than people need to hear it, I think people need. I think I need to say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I open the floor. Okay. Cardi B's role in this film. What's her name? Lisa? 
Lesa. Mm-hmm. She's one of um, um, Helen Mirren's uh, crew who break Dom out of jail. Inexplicably, they don't even try to explain why or how that even happened. And we as the audience is not expected to question that. And I don't question that. I don't care. That's one thing where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Obviously, he's not going to go to some European prison and spend 25 minutes trying to break out of jail. Right. And by the way, I don't want to see that movie. No. I don't care. No. So I'm glad that they did what they did. What I'm not glad about is having <laughs> Cardi B as a guest star in this film. Explain tech. Guys, Cardi B's turn in this film may be one of the worst <laughs> guest appearances I've ever seen in my entire life. She didn't even try. She didn't even try. Now, let me just preface this by saying I like Cardi B. Yeah. I thought her first album was decent. I think it's a pretty good uh, 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 debut album by a rapper. Um, I have no problem with WAP or anything else that she does. I like Cardi B. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think she's fun. I think she's a fun personality. Mm-hmm. I like when she pops up on TV and people get angry about the fact that she's on TV showing her tits <laughs> and doing whatever the fuck she wants to do. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes she pops up on Twitter and she says something smart and people go, wait, she's smart? And it's like, yeah, she can wait be slutty and smart at the same time. I'm fine with that. I like Cardi B. What I don't like <laughs> is her showing up in my dumb movies and being even dumber. dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Then the plot is allowed to be. Yeah. She's so bad in this movie. I couldn't even contain myself in the theater. I had a visceral reaction to how bad she was in this movie. <laughs> it felt like when you know somebody and you see them doing bad on stage. <laughs> you yeah. know, and you're, yes. you're just like, oh, you're like, come on. Get it together. <laughs> Yo, you don't remember your lines. Oh. <laughs> He's improvising and it's oh, not no. good. It is so bad. Her timing is so off. Her line delivery is so horrendous. Yes, yeah, it's, it's real bad. It's and a real it, bad time. It's like Justin Lin, the director, got maybe two takes out of her. And then she was like, all right, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I have other things to do. And Justin Lin was like, okay, I guess we'll work with what we have because it's so bad. And I'm so happy that it's only like 30 seconds of the film. It's so bad that I remember it. This movie was what? Two hours long. Two and and 20. It stuck with me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. The funniest thing is like I like the first thing I did when I got home was Google search if I could find that clip of yeah. her. Could you? I couldn't. No. Uh, no, they don't have that yet. It would be uh, but apparently this is a like this was made out to be like a big deal in the press. Oh man. Like they put out an entire thing, like a behind the scenes of Dom and Cardi. And I just <sighs> knowing what that is and seeing all that for it. Yeah. Tragedy. Tragedy. Uh, tragedy but anyway let's get out of here i've said my piece let's get out of here let's get out of here um okay all that being said what would you give f9 out of six bottle caps um and i'm thinking about it in the grand scheme of like nine films 
I think the set pieces are good enough. Uh, and hmm, fuck. I'd still give it a three out of six. Okay. Yeah, I'd still give it a three out of six. Three battle caps out of six. I was wavering on a two and a half, but I uh, I ultimately will go with a three as well. Because again, yeah. I didn't go. I didn't leave the movie angry. I I left frustrated, mm-hmm. but only because I saw the potential for better. But I had a good time throughout. Even the bad, I had a good time. I think you said it perfectly. It wasn't boring, which is good. That's for sure. Yeah, it was not boring. So, There's not a moment where I was like. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. It is a thrill thrill ride from start to finish. Yes. So unanimous three for F nine. Uh let us know in the comments what you thought of F nine. Um let me look at the full name of F nine actually. It is F nine the Fast Saga. Ah. So I think they'll continue that line for the next uh what? It's gonna be eleven's the end, right? That's what I've read, okay. is that they're trying to do two more films. Okay. So 10 and 11, and then they'll be done. Which, again, who does 11 films in a series? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they're hell-bent on just, we're going to do whatever we want. Yeah. I what think, is this poster? I don't I think. What are these colors? I think. What the, do they denote, Adam? <laughs> the Fast Saga is going to be something you see in all the spinoffs, too. I have the feeling. I yeah. I have the feeling. Right. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. I mean, it it works. Like if you watch uh, Hobbs and Shaw, a Star yeah. Wars story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, let us know what you think in the comments below. Um, give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share if you care to. Uh, and again, this has been the One Real In Podcast. I'm Adam Obesius Rodriguez. You can follow me at Obesius everywhere. And this is Marco Dupa. Hey. Uh, follow him uh, to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I do have to take a shit. Yes, I can feel it. <laughs> we hope you've had a good time. Keep reeling on and reeling in the ears. I don't have a closing for this guy yet. I'm not gonna lie, I like that. <laughs> <laughs>